We welcome to the program the host of Louder with Crowder, Stephen Crowder. Hey, Stephen, how are you? Oh, not good, Glenn. Not good? What did you no, just do? Not good. I just. Go well, ahead. You had me. I was listening to your advertisements, your, your sponsors, and, and wonderful. You do a great job. Thank you. I will say this, Glenn. You're probably one of the best guys I know when I used to watch uh, on Fox when you would use a, a prompter. And I know the scandal prompter, right? Because you're doing a full hour show. It's really hard to tell if something is written or you're off the cuff. And that's really just the, the performance artist in you. It's, it's a real skill, and I envy it. But I, I'm not doing well because um, I was waiting here while you are doing your sponsors, and I found, uh, found myself reading a BuzzFeed listicle, I guess they call them, you know, yeah, top 25. Right. And, yeah. I mean, now, now I just now I want to kill myself. Why? What is the, <laughs> what is the listicle about? What did, what did you find? It doesn't matter. It's the fact that it's BuzzFeed. <laughs> <laughs> so I know it's National Awareness Day, and I just think these are these are the these are the issues that slide in between the cracks. And if we were to look at you know the, the current uh, suicide epidemic, it's a pandemic. I, I think there's some responsibility of, of BuzzFeed articles. I think BuzzFeed articles lead to mass suicide. That's a theory. I think it's a pretty good theory myself. Uh, it's why I yes. don't go to BuzzFeed. Uh, just that, try, you know what? That's that. That, maybe that's why no one's talking about it. Yeah, it probably has a, a. It sounds like a relatively simple solution. Yeah, I've got a listicle. Uh, number one, don't go there. <laughs> End. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. So, Stephen, yesterday your show was really compelling, uh, and you were trending uh, on YouTube as you were t- as you were taking YouTube apart. Uh, I love this about okay. you because they. They don't want to hide you anymore because you're just exposing them. Tell it. Tell the audience. Well, I think, that, go ahead. I, I think there's stuff between a rock and a hard place. And I, I want to make sure people understand, like with my channel and the demonetization, all that stuff is, is separate from from what we stumbled across. So for people who haven't found, uh, who haven't watched this video yet, it's available at YouTube. It's available at the Blaze. Listen, we were demonetized last summer, and so when that started happening, that wasn't really what concerned us. What concerned us was this all of a sudden drop off in organic reach and search. And we realized that we weren't, you know, we weren't showing up. If you type in Steven Crowder, change my mind, my stuff doesn't show up. And we told people in the audience, hundreds of thousands of people responded or sent screenshots. And some of them said we were lying. Say, no, you show up perfectly fine. We go, why is there such a discrepancy in the search results? Well, we realized that if people were searching in the United States exclusively, my content wouldn't show up. But if they switch their VPN, you know, effectively, which is like a, a digital web kind of address to right. Germany or Spain, anywhere that's not in the U.S., it would show up. So we said, okay, let's run some more tests on this. And we just happened to be running some tests because we've been going back and forth with YouTube on Tulsi Gabbard. Because everyone was talking about, some, you know, everyone has some suspicions that she's being kind of silenced by the DNC. And uh, what happened was immediately the night when Hillary Clinton accused um, Tulsi Gabbard of being a Russian asset, which, by the way, apparently I'm paid by the Russians to reveal this information as well. That, that was another conspiracy. Oh, that's really good. But, you know, Stephen, 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 honestly, Stephen. honestly, hang on just a second. I have to ask you this as a side question. As a comedian, as a guy who makes a lot of money writing comedy and delivering comedy, you couldn't have even come up with a Hillary Clinton story that she is peddling now about her, the election, Tulsi Gabbard. I mean... It's beyond reason. Right. No, I mean, last week we just had a sketch with Donald Trump Twitch streaming uh, Minecraft, and it's less absurd than the current story <laughs> with Hillary Clinton. Right. Um, yeah. So, so, so what happened was, if you search Tulsi Gabbard anywhere not in the United States, her channel showed up and videos from her channel showed up. 
She switched her VPN exclusively to the United States. She was nowhere to be found. And then it switched right back when she stopped trending. So effectively, she was not able to defend herself. And keep in mind, Tulsi Gabbard has a lawsuit, a pending lawsuit against Google and YouTube for shutting her out from Google ads during a debate. And you and I know this, Glenn. You have a window of opportunity with a debate, especially if you're kind of seen as a second-tier candidate and you gain some momentum, Mm -hmm. and that's what's happened with Tulsi. She's Mm -hmm. kind of like the left uh, Carly Fiorina. You know, she's done really well in the debates and impressed a lot of people, and then people can't find her when they search her. So this is one of those things. It was so bizarre to me. YouTube says, well, it's geographically based, and we want to best serve our audience. I would love for YouTube and Google to answer me, you, anyone, particularly their shareholders, why they think it is best serving the audience to not offer them up the channel of a sitting representative who is currently running for president of the United States, only in the United States. It it doesn't make any sense. Uh, We don't know exactly what's happening, but we do know that we tested this from multiple different VPNs, and the same results came up all the time. Okay, so let me me, me just break this down for people in in case you – one more time in case you you didn't get this. Tulsi Gabbard was trending outside of the United States where you would think the trend would be lower because why does somebody in Spain care about this? Right. You know, this thing with Tulsi Gabbard. Most Americans don't even know Tulsi Gabbard. How do the you know, how do the Spanish? Why are they? Why is she trending there? OK, not trending here until well, she, she stopped for Spanish. To, pardon me. Their defense. She has that sort of. She could be confused for Spanish. In, her, in their defense, she has that really very, uh, very appealing, generically like Abercrombie ethnic look. Where you're like, ooh, <laughs> Spanish? Is she, they're Polynesian? I will say this. I find her very attractive. Her and Nikki Haley, very attractive. But I do have to correct you. Tulsi Gabbard was trending in the United States on Twitter and on Facebook. So she was trending even in the United States. But right. if you search Tulsi Gabbard on YouTube, where she has a channel, by the way, you didn't find Tulsi Gabbard's content. You found other content from people uh, accusing her of, or news outlets accusing her of being a Russian outlet. So she was trending. Okay, so wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. So her content, and that includes one of the things she was doing on her channel that was live, right? I, I, I can't confirm that she was doing something live at that moment. But again, it was her channel wasn't showing up, nor videos from her channel. So she was trending. And then if, you're on, if you go onto YouTube from any country that's not the United States, and you search Tulsi Gabbard, boom, Tulsi Gabbard's direct uh, channel and video show up. The only place where it was like a ghost, she didn't show up at all, was the United States. Do we have any idea yet of what their defense is of, of this, Stephen? Well, you know, in, in our case, we stumbled across it because they've been doing this with Change My Mind. Like, I don't know why if you type in Stephen Crowder, Change My Mind, someone, I don't know why YouTube would serve them, you know, a rebuttal video from an atheist with two subscribers saying that I work for the Russians, but that's what happened. <laughs> um, usually when we talk with YouTube, they offer three defenses, right? It's an algorithm. Okay. Well, an algorithm is created by a person, right? And here's the thing. We've talked with YouTube quite a bit. And they actually switched our channel recently to whatever it's called, like an official verified preferred channel, when we complained. So someone flipped the switch so that our channel shows up now, which means it's not an algorithm. We are mm-hmm. in a unique position to prove and say, no, 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 we spoke with higher ups at YouTube. They fixed our channel. So that would be one defense that's not true, that it's just an algorithm. Another ultimately is someone who makes this call. Sure. Then they can say, well, the algorithms are geographically based to best serve an audience. Again, 
how does it best serve the American audience for them to exclusively not find someone running for president of the United States? Right. And they might try and say, well, it's just some lower level employee. But I've got to imagine, because my name is, I mean, they've, they've been watching our, our Narcos parody and our, our, our transgender breastfeeding Hitler sketches at YouTube headquarters because they've talked with us about it. They've talked with us about these sketches. Which to me, it's hysterical that in, in, in Palo Alto, they're watching a lot of what's kind of content. I can just imagine the counseling that has to take place. I've got to imagine that the management of a channel of a sitting presidential candidate who is currently suing the company wouldn't be passed off to some patsy for the higher up. And while we're talking about preferred channel status, because that's a new change YouTube has made, shouldn't all people running for president of the United States right now, shouldn't there be a meeting that all of them have official verified channel status? Why would Tulsi Gabbard not? So they can make those arguments. I don't think it passes the sniff test, and I don't think it passes the common sense test. Most people will go, well, of course I assume that if Google, who, by the way, control 90% of the search market globally, Google. If you, we talk about, you know, the example I use is if JFK we're not able to get on NBC, ABC, CBS back in the day. If they blacklisted him, he would have never been the candidate. He would have never been president. Well, Google has at least that much power, much more globally, and they're in more households and used by more Americans than all TV networks combined. And if they are not acting truthfully, or at least most Americans would assume, well, if I'm going on to Google or if I'm going to YouTube, I just like Tulsi Gabbard and debate. I want to see what she has to say. I don't think anyone in their right mind would ever assume that YouTube would be preventing them from seeing Tulsi Gabbard's content. But that's the, that's the problem. With, there's, there's a bias by uh, proactive lies, which we see, but mm-hmm. this is far more subversive because people never know it. And, and, and that really, really worries me. This is the most powerful company in the history of the world. And I mean that. I mean that. You go to the Western India trading company, you can look at the English empire. No one has the influence over the delivery of information right now that Google, YouTube have, maybe if you add up Facebook, Twitter, and all I, of them tend to be lean significantly less. I well, will tell yeah. you, Stephen, that this is the first time I've said this uh, recently a couple of times, and uh, and I, I and and maybe somebody can correct me on this, but this is the first time that I think that our founders just couldn't even imagine. And, you know, it's not like they could imagine that we weren't, you know, we're going to go to the moon or something like that. I mean that when they're putting the Constitution together, they couldn't imagine that people in power in the government would cede their power to each other and then to a corporation. And a corporation would be bigger than any government and possibly all governments of the world. They just would have never seen that. Right. And and like you said, I don't want to go down that slippery slope of, you know, people say, well, the First Amendment doesn't apply to iPhones. No, it applies to everything. But in this case, it's a little different because YouTube and Google, by the way, have hosted political debates. People send in their questions via YouTube. They have chosen to engage in the political sphere right now. And they have come out and said, we are a public platform. They are not a publisher. But if they are creating algorithms or if someone is manually removing search results from a current presidential candidate, that is not acting like a platform. That is acting like a publisher. What we need is transparency. What we need are answers. And I want to be really clear. I can't stand most of Tulsi Gabbard's policies. I, you know, and when people say, well, she's one of the more reasonable ones, that's because she's the only current Democratic candidate who said there should be some cutoff for abortion. And it was 28 weeks. That's seven months. So she says, let's stop abortion after seven months. How about that? And they go, Russia, 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 Russian plant. So it's odd to me that Google 
companies like Tulsi Gabbard isn't far left enough. It's, 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 it's mind-boggling, and I, I, I think it's super important because, listen, I think Donald Trump's going to win, and, of course, I don't want Tulsi Gabbard to be president. Of course, I don't want Bernie Sanders to be president. But I want it to be an honest win. I want the Democrats to still get the candidate that they've chosen, right? Donald Trump was not supported by donors. That's a great example. How did Donald Trump become president? People wanted him, and he was using new media, social media, right? It wasn't, if, you could, if you were to compare the power that's wielded from big money, be it the Koch brothers or big oil, to Google and big tech, it's not even close, close. because we have a president who didn't even have the backing of that big money. Yeah. He had his own mediums on new media, and, that, and they've come out and said, we didn't do enough to stop Donald Trump. And now it looks like they're trying to stop Tulsi Gabbard. I can't say it. One, with 100% facts, but I can absolutely say that when this was trending, if you search Tulsi Gabbard on YouTube, you did not get Tulsi Gabbard. And that is either an oversight, there's such complete ineptitude that they cannot be running 90% of search information, there needs to be more transparency, or they need to answer for something more sinister going on. Stephen Crowder from uh, from Louder with Crowder. You can uh, sign up, follow him on YouTube, uh, and uh, you can find him at louderwithcrowder.com. Also, he is a member of The Blaze, where you can see the show he's talking about, either on YouTube or if you're a member of The Blaze, it's also on blazetv.com. Stephen, thank you so much. Talk to you again. Hey, Stu, can we talk a little bit here about uh, Shaq? Uh, Shaquille O'Neal. I don't know enough about. Just bring me up to speed on Shaq. Good guy, bad guy. Uh, well, I mean, it seems to be a relatively good guy. Right. Uh, okay. He was, of course, a you know, he's a Hall of Fame level center. Yeah. Uh, in the NBA, mm-hmm. um, he is turned into a big. You know, he's he's got a huge persona as an announcer now. Mm-hmm. His million commercials. He's he's also known kind of uh, from conservatives. Of he embraced police really really hard he actually was a i want to say a deputy or something he actually served you know and and as a police officer while he was in the nba at times uh and he's occasionally uh, seemingly sane okay so seemingly sane uh you know now a tv announcer and was the tallest guy on the basketball team there you go right because he was in the center and it's like pictures that's that's exactly what i said the tallest one in the center Mm -hmm. okay so um (laughs) yesterday here's what he said about china i want you to listen to him this is amazing. We as American people, we do a lot of business in China, and they know and understand our values, and we understand their values. And one of our best values here in America is free speech. We're allowed to say what we want to say, and we're allowed to speak up about injustices, and that's just how it goes. And if people don't understand that, that's something that they have to deal with. But, you know, I just think thought it was unfortunate for, you know, both parties, and then you got people speaking when they don't know what they're talking about. But... You know, Daryl Morey was right. Whenever you see something wrong going on anywhere in the world, you should have the right to say, that's not right. And that's what he did. That's quite amazing, especially, uh, you know, before an NBA game. You know, the NBA just wants this to go away. They've been seriously hurt um, through sanctions in China for all of this. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, for Shaq to come on and say that prior to NBA, you know, the NBA was like, oh, come, sh- please shut up. They want it to go away. I think I love know, this. Yeah. You know, I, I, I your only interest in sports is the stuff that surrounds sports. And the same way I don't want 
Because I, I completely agree that the kneeling on the field thing in the NFL was, uh, you know, misguided, right? The facts are not on the side of the police being these horrible people mm-hmm. and America being this mm-hmm. awful place. That being said, I don't want every time I turn the freaking football game on to be hearing both sides of that story, or even if my side's winning. Here, you know, with China, there is a level of like, yes, this should be covered. It turned into a big story. It should be covered. I hope that every time I turn on an NBA game this season, I don't have to hear about it constantly. I can't relate to that, but I can understand it. Yeah, Um, you go there for to escape this nonsense. But I'm I'm glad Shaq. Look, he he stood up and he was one of the few brave people associated with the NBA to say, you know what. China kind of sucks on this stuff, and we should not be afraid to say it. I think one of the reasons why it's great to be here is we we can say it. And Maury was right initially, at least. I I, I, I think this is. I mean, I understand, it, but this one is almost beyond politics. Sure, this one goes to who we are fundamentally. Yeah, no, you I, know? I'm with you. I hate it when it becomes you know about politics, but. This thing really is about. Wait a minute. This is basic right and wrong. You know, uh, they're trying to. They, they've already said that these people are dead. I mean, I think we should stand up for them. I don't think that's a bad thing. And if you don't like it, tough beans. This is the Glenbeck program. Welcome to the Glenbeck program. We're glad you're here. Um, we want you to uh, come to our M1 ball, and you can do that virtually this year for the first time. Uh, we'll take you to the ball, and you'll see everything that is happening online. It's free. Just go to mercuryone.org slash M1 ball. Uh, I am going to be the uh, host along with my wife, uh, Tanya, um, and it's it's lots of fun. It's lots of fun. Join us. Great things to eat and, and uh, do, and it, it's for a good cause. It uh, goes to benefit uh, Mercury One, which is disaster relief and the Nazarene Fund and all of that. Make sure you join us, mercuryone.org slash M1ball. You can get your tickets now and also find out how to join us virtually and some other things you can do to get involved. Mercuryone.org slash M1ball. It happens this Saturday. Okay. Uh, Are you, um, do you think, and this is uh, something that's up on, I think, Glenbeck.com now, the new sort of interactive chalkboard that's been put together. Mm Mm-hmm. Is this kind of the easiest way for people to understand all the stuff going on with the impeachment? So there's a new there's a so so two things on this. Uh, the chalkboard that we have released two weeks ago um, has been by far the biggest thing that we've ever done. I, I can't remember how many millions of people have watched it in two weeks, um, and. The chalkboard, if you understand what I put on the chalkboard, you understand that this impeachment thing is is completely bogus. I think it's to kick dirt over the tracks that the Obama administration left all over the Ukraine. Um, Joe Biden is a part of it, but it's a smaller part of it. So what we did is we put the chalkboard together uh, and we put it up on glenbeck.com to where you can go and you can you know run the mouse over anything on the chalkboard 
and it goes to the you click on it and it goes to that section there's probably a little video uh on that section uh but there's all the documentation last night i was playing with it and uh, there's some documents in there that i hadn't fully read that are just mind-blowing just absolutely mind-blowing um and some of the things that the press is now saying our special next week is how is the press dismissing all of this? And it started with something that you can find now at glenbeck.com in that chalkboard. Um, it started with something where they said, no, he, 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 he went back on that. He, he took that back. Uh, that, he said that never happened. It's one of the sources in Ukraine. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's a big source. Yeah. And it would, it, when I heard the argument from the left that they had withdrawn this piece of evidence yeah, and walked backtracked it. Back. it I thought yeah, that's pretty compelling. I mean, it sounds like what, yeah. I mean, what's the and truth? They, and they say it with a surety. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, it's not true. It's absolutely not true. And we have the sworn statement saying it's not true. But on the special, you will see how the press did this. Yeah, what they did to manipulate this, and what they're doing every single day and how they're manipulating things and when you see them because they'll say they'll say it this is a conspiracy theory that's been debunked that's been walked back that's not true well we looked at the media and looked at everything that they were saying and said let's find out if that's true Mm -hmm. uh no it's not and it's so shady the way they're doing it. Yeah, the most important part of it, I think, is the essentially the architecture of what they're doing. The, look at the blueprint, and you can find you can find exactly what they're saying, why they're saying it, how they're kind of manipulating what actually occurred, and you kind of show step by step. And it's an it's not only interesting because of the evidence as it ties to impeachment in Ukraine and all of this. It's also just interesting to learn what the media does with these things. Mm-hmm. They know everyone's not going to go and dig into Ukrainian news sources and get the sworn testament, testimony of, you know, court cases oh. in Kiev. Wait until you that's see. Not, wait that's until not something that's going to happen. Wait until you see what we have next week. Uh, okay, so this at glenbeck.com right now is the chalkboard, and it's an interactive chalkboard. And so you just... Put your mouse over any point on that chalkboard and click, and it will take you to that story and fully explain whatever it is on the chalkboard. Uh, And it gives you all of the evidence, and I urge you, read it. It's phenomenal. We are now working on, we put this out, we're working on the next phase of this, and we're going to be releasing uh, all of the information next Wednesday, a week from today. Is today Wednesday? Yeah. Uh, a week from today, we're going to have another special on Blaze TV, and it's an update. And we're going to be exposing the media, but we're also going to be telling you the media and the Democratic story. Because if you don't know what the prosecution is, you can't win. You have to know what the case is from the prosecution. And when we started looking into it, and I said to the researchers, let the chips fall where they may. If it's if it's shown that Donald Trump did something or Rudy Giuliani did something, show it. Let the chips fall where they may. If they're dirty, they got to go to jail or they've got to do whatever. You know, they have to receive the same fair punishment as I am saying that the Democrats should get mm-hmm. in Ukraine. 
I don't care who's dirty. I just want them out. Uh, and when you look at their case, oh, my gosh, there are some disturbing things in there. But when you actually look at the case and you dis you uh, disconnect it from the past. It works when you connect it to what we laid out on the chalkboard last time. It it really falls apart. It really falls apart. And that's why they have to just continue to say it's conspiracy theory. And it's why you must understand not only the past, what we did a couple of weeks ago, that you can find now at glenbeck.com in a whole different form. Just look for the chalkboard. It's interactive. Uh, you have to understand that. You have to understand how the media is lying about this. And I mean lying. They know exactly what they're doing. Um, and you have to understand that and be able to debunk that. We'll give you all of that, those tools next week. And then you have to understand what the prosecution is saying. What are the Democrats? What is their story? And we have a compelling show next week. Yeah, I mean, look, there are two sides to this. I think one of the things we've seen with the media is they're all over the Trump side of it. Like, they... They're going to have no problem spending tons of resources and tons of time on trying to prove that Donald Trump is the worst person on earth. On the other side of that, nobody's looking. It's just like, oh, well, the Joe Biden thing and, and, and Burisma and all this has all been debunked. Here's why Trump is important. Well, let's look at the other side of that. It's not just Biden. Biden's a small part of this uh, much larger storyline. But it is an important thing to, to have people actually focusing on because the media is just not doing it and it's not enough to say there was no quo in the quid quid pro quo there's quid no there was no quo that's not that's not enough and it's not enough i mean when i know the facts and i can listen to the news and i hear them talk about somebody and they say well this uh, this has been retracted and uh, that's not really the story even i go Wait a minute. Did we get it wrong? Because it's compelling. And and uh, you just tend to when you're hearing it from all over, you tend to go, well, it must just be me or it must have been wrong or I must have misread that or I miss. No, no. You have to know how the media is working this. And you also must know their case, because what's happening is it's got so many players and so many people. Without a chalkboard, without somebody who's really laying it out for you, you're never going to be able to understand it. And this one you have to understand. If you, if you want justice to be done, and that may mean that Donald Trump is not impeached or he's impeached but not convicted. Uh, it may mean that the Democrats are exposed for what they are. It may mean that the Democrats and the Republicans are exposed. Whatever. If you're looking for the truth, you have to understand it because there's no one that's going to defend it unless you're saying it, unless you're correcting it. There's no one else that's going to do it. And I'll say we've had a lot of messages of people saying, hey, thank you, Glenn, for looking into this. No one's looking into this. And I, what I always say to them is never thank Glenn for anything. Uh, the people who need to be thanked are the people who are members to uh, Blaze TV. Yes. Because, you know, Glenn's got a lot of ideas. <laughs> 
a lot of things he wants to investigate. Uh, and none of that is possible resource-wise without people subscribing to blazetv.com. The promo code is Glenn, as I've said a million times, and it's, it's, but it's worth your subscription. If you think the media is not looking into this side of it, we have to have media sources that can do this um, and the best way to do that is a sub- is this subscription thing that we've put together. Why? Because you just listened to Stephen Crowder last hour. When you can get an investigation that has a huge reach and, and uncovers all sorts of things, if people search YouTube for it and it doesn't show up, what do you got? You have to be able to, to, to not only do the research, but also have a place where you know that information is going to be safe and not you know, throttled or edited. And that's why, you know, blazetv.com is, is, is something we talk about often because this stuff can't happen without it. It really can't. We couldn't afford to do it and uh, we couldn't um, get it out if it wasn't for you. So join us, will you? Become a team member now at blazetv.com, blazetv.com slash Glenn. Use the promo code Glenn. You're going to save 10%. Put it on your calendar now. Do not miss it. It's a week from tonight. It is part two, if you're Mitt Romney, part two for the rest of us, um, uh, of Ukraine and what is happening. This time we focus on the media and the story that the media and the Democrats are trying to weave. Okay, America, I just have to have a, this is a frank conversation, mm-hmm. just a frank conversation, I just, it's an honest question. When did we decide that the word threesome <gasps> was out mm-hmm. and it's now a throuple? A throuple? Mm-hmm. A three-person couple? A throuple? Mm-hmm. A throuple. Yes, yeah, a when, threesome, when? that's you pervert, you weirdo. Right. Throuple, totally natural. That's what you need to understand. When did this word come into being? I, I missed the memo. You did. Yeah, well, yesterday it was thruple everywhere, and I'm like, what? what, what well, threesome what? is just some weird sexual act. Uh, thruple love is involved. It's, uh, a, you're, it's an actual relationship. Okay. And it involves a representative, Katie Hill, a Democrat who uh, is uh, who won in a uh, purple district in La- of Los Angeles in a mm-hmm. relatively close election. Mm-hmm. She is a, an out bisexual and has been accused by her husband, who she's currently divorcing, of having an affair with another man. So that is one affair accused. She denies that affair. There is another uh, situation, the thruple situation, which seems to be between Katie Hill, the representative, along with her husband or slash ex-husband, and a female staffer. Mm-hmm. Now, there's not much evidence other than uh, pages of text messages <laughs> and a photo of Katie right. Hill naked while brushing the hair of of this female. What, uh, is, what are you saying? But like, that? look, I, I mean, look, I How brush people's it? hair naked all the time all at the work, time. and it's that just, just happened to me yesterday I, at the Seven Eleven. I mean, it's like that, to, <laughs> to say that that's indica- indicates some sexual relationship. Right. I don't strange. even know what you're talking about. I mean, maybe it's it was weird. hot. You know, right. I mean, it happens. Right, and I don't mean hot in a sick sick way. Right? right? No, no, no. Yeah, no, no. This I is mean, just a very hot in California. Exactly. It's, so, uh, and as we know, sometimes. The heat turns up, hair gets frizzy, needs mm. to be brushed. Who's the nearest right. person? That naked lady right there. <laughs> right. She's going to brush it for she me. She was there with a brush. It's what happens. She was, uh, yeah, anyway. She's uh, denying so, this, by the way. She's saying she just can't believe these attacks are coming after her, which is interesting. I, I, like, 
she, of course, has come up with this uh, way of not explaining the naked photo, mm-hmm. which is I these were posted against my permission, and I am in an investigation now on them, and of course I can't comment on those photos because sure. of because of the investigation, obviously right. that she's the, doing. They're being investigated. She says she sent them to Capitol Hill Police. And, ah, okay. and look, and you know, naked photos of you should not be posted on the internet without correct, your permission. Correct. Um, however, uh, the Democrats never seem to have a problem with when it's a Republican is right. happening oh, to. Yeah, of course. Um, and I would like to see what exactly the reaction would be if, let's say, a Ted Cruz or a Mitt Romney or mm. a Donald Trump had a photo mm. of them naked. Uh, brushing the brushing hair, the of, hair of a guy. young staffer. Yeah. What would be the reaction right. from the media on <laughs> right. something like that? Yeah, I think it would be hmm. uh, me as well. No, me, uh, Karen. Me, uh, me, too. me too. Me too. Me too. Me too. Yes, me, too. too. me too. Yeah. And now this is only trending because she's now, she shuts down critics with her uh, denial of affairs. Right. It's like shutting down critics. There's photos. <laughs> what, what are you can see. I mean, maybe they're critical of the photo, and you think it's a nice one. Yeah, there's more to this story. We'll have to get to tomorrow. More to this story. She says her husband was abusive, uh, except text messages uh, show the opposite. Is the Glenn Beck program.